Welcome to the Washdown Podcast. And tonight, Chris and I have a great conversation. We talk about an episode of ours that got pulled uh, from YouTube. Still up on Spotify and everywhere else, but uh, yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, So we just kind of went over it the day that it happened, and today's the day that it's coming out. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Like, subscribe, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Um, So yeah, here you go, the Washdown Podcast with Chris and Jeremy. Really? You nectar of the gods. And you didn't bring any for me. Really? When I picked you up this morning, did I give a cup for me? No, mm. fuck off. Dude, it was all I could do to get a cup for myself this morning. I didn't even get one. I had to wait until I got home after I took a shower. I smelled like butt. Yes. It's been a whirlwind couple of days. What with being censored and all of that stuff. And a swamp ass on top of it. Yep. Well, the weather has been ridiculous. It's been weird. It's bipolar. Uh, Great. We're we're banned again. (laughs) (laughs) More medical misinformation. Uh, We're going to have... This will be climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (sighs) Fuck it. Big tech companies with their booger hook in their nose. So, and we talked about that a little bit, right? So. I'll probably um, get us banned on this one. Yeah. Well, if we do, we do. And we'll just have to put out another five minute video explaining why that, when that episode got pulled down to. It'll still be up on Spotify though. That'll be fine. Thank you, Spotify. And Apple. And Apple. And Audible. And Audible. Those are three I know that we're on still. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's, we're on plenty, so um, YouTube seems to be the only one that has the censorship bug up their butt. They're sensitive. So here's what I find hilarious and a, a little bit funny about the whole situation, right? The podcast gets uploaded at 5 a.m. It got pulled down at 5.01. Like, I mean, immediately I got an email saying it was getting pulled down. Yeah. It's, it's and their, then... It's their 2020... Yeah. July of 2020 algorithm they they created. And so then I appeal it, of course, and within 10 minutes of doing the appeals process, it's denied again. It's an hour and a half podcast. So that tells me no one looked at it. It was a computer program that just went off keywords and pulled it down. So this is a Chris opinion. If it's not threatening anybody... That's pretty much it for me. What do you mean? If, if you put something on a platform, yeah, that says, "Hey, you can put up whatever content you want," yeah, but then decides they want to keep changing stuff and never really telling you. Well, and I get and I get they're private; they can do what they want. I I totally understand that. Yeah, but don't sell yourself as this platform where people can create stuff and put it on there to be seen. And then you'd be like, nope, fuck you. Yeah. Because we don't agree with what you said. Yeah. That's the part that I don't like. Even if I don't agree with somebody, hey, man, you're you're free to say what you want, think what you want. That's cool. Happy for you. Yeah. Agree to disagree. I just won't watch your content. Yeah. And I'll fight for your right to say it. Yeah. I will. I, I might 
wholeheartedly disagree with you, but I will fight for your right yeah. to do that. Well, I mean, look, we we could go down the rabbit hole of and I get and I get what the first amendment is. I totally understand what it is and yeah. the government. I, I get it. Well, see, here's the issue with YouTube, and like you said, they keep changing things. So, like, even whenever we first started putting these videos out, first started doing the podcast, like the pay plan of how you know you got to hit this level and have this many subscribers and all the stuff, and then you can start getting paid for your videos, mm-hmm. right? Sounds great. We'd be able to upgrade equipment and all that stuff. Like, yeah. we're not in this to make money, but... Maybe we could have a green screen. And, like, we could do it on the moon base. Exactly. That'd be awesome. I I would just green screen us with Joe Rogan's background and see how long it took for him to get a cease and desist letter from him. That's a great way to get an autograph. <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an autograph from his lawyer. But, anyway, even in the... I mean, what have we been doing this? Like, three years now, Right. They have changed, they've changed those parameters several times. And the only way you know that those parameters have been changed is if you go in and look and yeah. they're like, oh no, now you need 1500 where you used to need a thousand. Yeah, well, and that. now you need 10,000 instead of 5,000 views. And it has to be now, instead of just over the life of the video, now it has to be within a certain time. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And, I mean, there's been other content creators who have put videos out about, like, the sketchiness of how they get paid and, like, how it doesn't really make any sense. They're just like any other major corporation. They don't want to pay you because that costs them money. Well, I think what happened, and this is just my opinion, whenever they first started and they first started paying people, people were getting rich making a lot of money. And then they realized that's not a sustainable business model because you had people with getting like a million views and making a million dollars off of that video. You know, so how, my question would be how much do YouTube make on all the ads those people have on their videos? Yeah. I mean, they're making 10, 20 million because let's be honest, it's not cheap to well, have plus, your ads run continuously on these. That was when YouTube was free. Like, now they have premium services, subscription services, so they're making money there, yeah. too. They have TV. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to rethink my TV now. Yeah. You, well, know what, you know what I hate most about YouTube TV? What's that? There's no history channel. Yeah, I don't understand. That's something, like, and, and all of those streaming services are the same, and cable services, too. Remember, like, some cable services wouldn't have... Yeah, like they, this like channel or that channel. Yeah, they didn't come to an agreement or something. Yeah, and I don't, I don't fucking get that. Like, we we bought, I say we bought. It's a yearly subscription. It's a history vault. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of. I'm like, I haven't seen this show in forever. Yeah. Like life after people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have a lot. Episode one, it is because <laughs> I haven't watched it in forever. And I'm like, dude, I missed I, that show. I started. Okay, rabbit hole warning number one. So. I started watching Leverage again. I picked it up fourth season because I watched, apparently I'd watched the first three seasons and started watching something else and didn't get back to it. But I started watching it again the other day and it struck me as I was sitting in my recliner watching one of the episodes. I was like, you know what? This is basically, it's not exactly the same, but it's very much a very similar premise to the A-team. You have a group of criminals, in in air quotes for those just listening, who go around doing good deeds, 
helping people. If you can find them. If you can find them. Kind of like Scorpion. Yeah, how many shows? Although that one was a little different, just because the it's the Robin D- it's DHS. the Robin Hood thing. Yeah, that's basically most stories. Yeah, and then like my wife's been watching Suits; she's almost done with it. Yeah, because she, she's got after it for like the third or fourth season. I don't know. I mean, she I mean she works at home. Yeah, so she, it's just it's on, and she's working. I mean, she's still working, taking her meetings and her phone calls, and she'll pause it when she needs to. But she's powering through, and I watch. I catch some when I'm home, and I'm like. Like, I watched part of the first season. I was like, eh, it's ain't for me. It's too much drama. I just don't care enough. See, and I like the first, well, the first season and the second season, and I think even the third season. But then it started getting, like, it was too much, you know? Yeah. But there was that time, whenever that show came on, USA had, like, four or five shows. Like, they had Suits, Royal Pains, uh, Burn Notice, mm-hmm. which was fucking fantastic. Great show. Psych. Again, an A-team. Yeah. I mean... Ish. Yeah. A criminal doing good deeds for people who can't go to the police. Yeah, was he really a criminal, though? I mean, he was according... A burn, he was a burned spy. According to the government, he was a criminal. Everybody's a criminal, according to the government. <laughs> so if everybody's a criminal, nobody's a criminal. And now we're now we're banned again. Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me where we were wrong that, that, with the conversation that we had. Every politician sees you as a few things. Voter, unless you don't vote for me. Mm-hmm. Money, future criminal. Yeah. Because even if you're a criminal, they still make money because you go into a private pri- prison system <laughs> and they get a kickback from it. It's called lobbying, or as I like to say, bribe. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing. Fuck that you, politicians. I said what I said. Soapbox. What's today? Thursday? Soapbox Thursday. Fucking politicians. Can't stand them. Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of people that get into politics, maybe initially, I I won't even say a lot. There are people who get into politics initially who want to do good and want to change things. And then there's the rest of them. Yeah. So how money, can you money, how can you money. have a job where you make what do they make like hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand dollars a year or something like that two hundred thousand? I mean, it's not it's not a lot. I mean, we could look it up real quick. I just yeah, it's not a ton of money. I know, but then you you stay in that position for twenty thirty years, and all of a sudden you're a fucking billionaire. Yeah, you pick stocks better than any other fucking so, like e- even the hedge funds i haven't looked at it but i was told by multiple different people that if you're on some of those committees mm-hmm. so you get inside information mm-hmm. it's not illegal for you to go and trade so that if you is, see that certain, is false certain people making trades maybe you should make those trades too so that is 100 percent false and 100 i never looked it up yeah never, it is 100 percent illegal it, insider trading is insider trading period if you have knowledge that's not available to the general public and you act on that on the stock market, that is insider trading and it is illegal. You Regardless think. of what your position, no, it's illegal. Now, whether or not they get prosecuted for it, that's a you different would, story. You would think. So, when was the last time you saw? Uh, oh, they don't ever get prosecuted. Yeah, they don't. Just like they will never, there will never be term limits. No, that needs to be done. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, you even look at even local, like, city council. Like, 
they vote themselves pay raises. Yeah, I wish I could vote myself a pay raise. And they vote them. They have to vote to restrict their term. What kind of sense does that make? See, to me, that that needs to go out to a public vote. Yeah, because we're supposed. Even if you want to raise, like I'm not, I'm not opposed to giving people raises. No, I'm not but either. Justify it and bring it to the public well, to vote for. And here's the thing: how many of those politicians actually deserve a raise? Because how many of them are absent for most of the time? Yeah. They're, let's see your voting. Like, yeah. Put it all out there. Be transparent. Yeah. How many votes did they make it to? Which way did they vote? Like, I mean, well, all that stuff should be public so here, record. I, and when, I think it start, is. When but, you start talking about which way they voted, I want to know the why. Because it's not like those bills are one or two pages. We'll see. And that's the thing. They're a thousand pages long. That needs to change, too. Is all that pork barrel spending yeah. and all of that bullshit where they bury shit in this bill? Oh, oh we, we want to protect the kids. Yeah, I do, too. But I'm going to add all this stuff for my buddies in here. No, then everybody's going to yeah. vote no when you look like shit because all we see is the surface. Yeah. That's why, like, whenever you write – so, like, I made this argument in one of my classes. Whenever you – talk about budgets. Mm-hmm. So, like, you do a budget for the police department, fire department, whatever, public works. It's going to be a long budget. Do you know what those politicians look at? The first three paragraphs. Mm-hmm. So you got to sum up. 300-page budget and three paragraphs. Because they don't read it. They no. don't care. Yeah. They and, want- I, and I get and I get they're busy. I understand there's a lot that goes to that job. I get that. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes back to our right is right and wrong is wrong conversation earlier today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take that job, you take that position to serve. To serve the people in your community, serve the people of your state, of your country. Do you? You should. That's how it was set up. And. I mean, the only reason we have term limits for president is because George Washington was like, no, two's good. Yeah. Because they wanted him to go for a third. They wanted him to be king. Yeah. And he, he was, was like, like, what? We just, we just fought a war. Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Like that's not a great idea. Then you had Roosevelt, you know, four terms. Yeah, and I get it. There was a, there were some circumstances there, but still, the it was the precedent was set. Yeah, by our first, and you were like, no, nah, I think I'm just gonna stay. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we had term limits for that. Yeah, and you know, I get it. The Great Depression, the World War Two. Yeah, there, like, there, there's some circumstances there. there. Some and, circumstances. I, and I get that. Yeah. Very difficult, difficult times. And we all know that when you change, quote unquote, leadership, you start from scratch. Yeah. Because the first thing the new person does is... Undo all the other shit. Yeah. No, no matter if it was good or bad. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of presidents have done good stuff. A lot of them, and all of them have done good stuff. All of them have done bad stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, they're people. Yeah, you're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah, and nobody's fucking perfect. And l- let's just be honest. The president doesn't have the power that everybody thinks he does. Oh, he's a spokesman. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's got some, you know, presidential decree, like that kind of, you know, oh, he, that he kind of power. Veto, veto can, power. Order yeah. At certain times. and Yeah. So there's some of that there, but that's we have three branches for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a term for it. That's um, oh, what is it? Oh, yeah, checks and balances. 
Yeah, that thing. I know it's pesky. Yeah. And people forget about that. Yeah. Kind of like all the videos you see of people trying to shut other people down on public campuses for speaking their opinion. Yep. If you're trying to censor somebody in a public space, you're the problem. Whether you agree with them or not, don't care. Yeah. If you try and shut them down, you're the problem. Because they have that right, whether you like it or not. Yeah. There's plenty of shit I don't like. You know what I do? I ignore it. Yeah. Turn around and walk away. Yeah. If you're not hurting me, hurting children, impacting my living, impacting my family in some way, you can say what you want to say. I don't care. Did you see that? You can live your life how you want to live your life. It does not bother me. It does not affect me. Did you see what some of the protesters are doing overseas? Huh. With the concrete and stuff? No. Like cementing their hands to the road and shit? Oh, that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, like some people lost limbs over it. Yeah. Like you're, you're dumb. Yeah. I've seen several videos on Instagram lately of, you know, people trying to block the highway and all that shit. And I don't like it. It never works out well for them. No. Also saw a video of a dude standing on the sidewalk chucking rocks at cars. And then someone said, not today, Cletus. <laughs> Did a very smart U-turn. And ding, ding, ding. The rings popped out. <laughs> I hate when Sonic crashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, but that's dude. I'm not advocating for violence either. I don't, no, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. No. But, but here's the thing. And here's what I was going to say. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking about making a post on Instagram about this. And I've been thinking about it a lot the past couple of days. Um, everybody wants to, we joke and talk about the fuck around, find out, right? Oh, what's happening? We're in the find out phase. All of these people, we, and everybody, we've been fucking around for a long time. Now we are starting to get into the find out phase. And that applies to fire departments, police departments, with the mental health issues that we have mm-hmm. that are coming boiling to the surface and becoming way more prevalent. Extremely rampant. Staffing issues that are now have boiled to the surface and oh, it's, it's crit- becoming it's critical. And the issues that come from those things. Like Memphis, fuck around, find out. They fucked around, lowered standards and lowered standards and lowered standards, and then they fucking found out. Minneapolis. Same fucking thing. Yeah. They got rid of their police. Well, guess what? They found out real fucking quick that that don't that shit don't work. That San Francisco, uh, yeah, councilwoman or what? They don't call them councilwoman people. Um, I can't remember what they call them out there. Yeah, but she was all defund the police, defund the police, and now crying about the crime rate and the the human poo poo on the sidewalk. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, no, but you've allowed this shit to happen. You know, I mean, we we have rules and we have laws for a reason. Yeah. If everybody was acting the way they were supposed to, we wouldn't need the laws. We wouldn't need police yeah. officers. If everybody was respectful and did the the moral and right thing. Yeah. But that's not the way humans are built. Yeah. I would say a majority of people follow the rules. Right. They follow that social contract. Right. They're not going to rob from each other. They're not going to try to kill each other. They're going to, most of us just want to be left alone. Except when it comes to driving, get the fuck out of the left lane. (laughs) 
Uh, we're going to have Saz back on to talk to you again about that. Um, oh. So, but a majority of people, I think, want to do the right thing. Yes. You know, they just want to be left alone. They want to raise their family and live how they want to live. Yeah, they want to go shop, eat, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, and I, not I wanna, have to, I want to pay for your service, yeah. you know. But there is there has always been and there will always be a portion of society that does not follow the rules. Yep. And it doesn't matter what law you enact. The only people that follow the laws are the law-abiding citizens. Mhm. The criminals don't fucking care. The people with mental health issues either don't care or can't care or aren't cognizant cognizant enough to care. Like, I don't remember whenever I was younger the homeless issue being this prevalent. Having this many homeless people. No, I don't remember. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Now, granted, most of the, most of where we lived was smaller towns, right? Like even in up by Chicago, we were in a suburb. We we're still 30 minutes from the city, but you know, out there, it's all one big city. Yeah, but even I don't even remember. But seeing I mean, the homeless, or maybe I didn't recognize. You know, it could be I didn't recognize. Yeah. Then either because I didn't know I was, but dead. I don't remember seeing it on the news of homeless encampment here or you know all of the like. I don't even remember it, seeing it what, the way it was as a young adult. Yeah, what happened? What changed? And I mean, this has been in the past five years that this has happened. It's not like this has been ten years and it's going on or whatever. This has been a very clear five to six years ago. All of a sudden. Homelessness, homelessness, homelessness. And then during COVID, it just fucking exploded. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because there was a rent moratorium where you couldn't kick people out of their apartments. Yeah. Couldn't get your utility shut off. Couldn't get your utility. Like, you were living in a grace period for like two years. But during that grace period, the homeless population soared. I did see a video, and it was California again. It was a news crew talking to homeless people. This guy was on a sidewalk, had a tent, you know, and they asked him, you know, they were just asking him questions, and he's like, why would I want to go get help? Why would I want to get a job or get off the streets? I get, I want to say, he, he got 600 bucks a month from the city, had, a, had an iPhone. So he's like, I've got my Netflix, I've got food I can buy. And I sleep here in a tent, and it's nice weather. What else do I need? And I was like, I, I can't, I can't argue with you. No. Other than, I think you're a turd. But well, we've become a society of enablers. That's part of it, in my opinion. I mean, and we, and he seemed like a nice guy too. Like he was very respectful, very polite. He just, yeah, but and he could have had. They didn't go deep into it. He could have had mental health issues that weren't being treated. He, you know, so he could have had a, it could be an acute thing where yeah. something well, happened and he snapped. And to tie that back to. There's so many things it could have been, but it's like, and maybe he wasn't ready to get help too. Yeah. I don't know. To tie that back to the mental health thing with the fire service and police departments, we enable that shit as well. You know, because we don't do the things that we need to do to fix it. Because whenever somebody's struggling, what are we doing? We're, you know, 
in the past it was, well, we'll just go have a beer and that turns into 10 or, you know, but there are, even though I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, there's still programs out there and it's being preached. It, it now. is now, but, it, but, but for a long time it was, we enabled bad behavior. Yeah. And, and we still enable bad behavior because to, we to don't extent. hold people accountable. We don't like you can him and haul around that all you want, but that's just the fact of people that consistently fuck up that need to go get help, but that won't, or that have been to go get help multiple times and nothing is working. Nothing's taking. And we're still allowing them to continue on the job whenever they're obviously not fit to be here. Like, where's the line? I don't know. Because, I mean, that's something that needs to be talked about, and we haven't talked about it a lot. But where is the line where you have to say enough's enough? You can't do this anymore. You can't be a firefighter anymore. You can't be a cop anymore. I think the cops do it a lot. Their line is a lot shorter. The fire department or police departments aren't afraid to fire police. As it seems like fire departments are afraid to fire firefighters for that kind of stuff. And I mean, you know, and I kind of sound like a hard ass right now, but, and I don't want anybody to get fired. That's not what I'm saying. But no, but you want accountability. There needs to be accountability and you can't let one individual drag down a whole department because of their actions. And also remember that one individual influences everybody on their crew. Good or bad. Yeah. I mean, people see it like, well, yeah. You know, and if they can do this, then I can do this. Yeah. No, I I mean, I I get what you're saying. There does need to be a line. Okay. We're done. Yeah. We've tried everything we can. Yeah. But, but then again, I think that goes back to we're we want to be helpers. Even cops want to help. That's why they take the job. Most of them. Yeah. There's always going to be a few bad apples, no matter what line of work you talk about. Like Dr. Madison said, was it four to 5%? That just is what it is. There's no getting around that. And that's that's like I said, no matter no matter what job you talk about. I don't care what line of work, you're gonna have that. Yeah. But I think it go it's harder for people who sign up to help to turn their back on someone, no matter what. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And especially in and the that's line that's why of, the line keeps getting moved, because you don't wanna Well, the type of work that we do and the type of closeness that you develop as a crew yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's hard. It's especially if you're a supervisor and you've got, you know, you're a captain and you got a firefighter that's just a complete fucking fuck up. Yeah, how do who's I? Who's on drugs or on alcohol or personal problems or mental issues or whatever it may be. Cuz we're fixers. How do I fix it? Yeah. And if they refuse to be fixed, then what are you supposed to do? Like, where do you draw the line? Because remember, you're not just responsible for that person. You're responsible for the other four to five people on your crew. Mm-hmm. And is this person detriment, uh, you know, negatively impacting the rest of your crew? Whether that be with morale, safety, you know, I mean. Yeah. How do you fix it? Yeah. Because, you know, 
to fix one person, one weight isn't going to work for another one. Yeah. Well, you got to know your, <laughs> again, know your people. But I mean. But it's hard. I mean, a lot, sometimes, you know, how, how, how long did you put a secondary face on? Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so you, don't, you don't know. Yeah. Not, yeah. Nobody, nobody's We're, a mind reader. Yeah. No. And we are, the job is the last thing that suffers, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that. And even though you spend a lot of time, both on and off the job with these people, like most of us are pretty good at hiding it, of how bad it really is. And part of that is the culture, like drinking to excess and doing all that other stuff isn't necessarily frowned upon. Like it's not like a a big red warning sign like it would be in everyday civilian culture. Yeah. Like, oh, you you go out and get blasted four times a week? Hey, man, that's a fucking lot. And a firefighter goes, oh, that's, yeah, cool. Doesn't think a second thought about it. I think some of that's you culture. still made it to work there. I think I, some I, to me it's culture, but it's also I think how most fire departments set up their shifts, twenty four to forty eight hours at a time. Yeah. So we come, you know, you you, you work at twenty four. You're working a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday all in one. Yeah. Now you've got the weekend, and what do people? What do Americans do on the weekend? Most Americans who work a nine to five, Friday and Saturday, they're there are, you know, you got chores, but there's a lot of alcohol that's drank. Um, I don't think as much as we think. I mean, I think there's a lot. Don't there, don't get me wrong. Lot. There's a lot, but I don't think it's a majority of people that are drinking to the level that military, police, and fire drink. I'm not saying it's to the level, but that's why. It's, that, but it, so for us. That's I think I think it's part of the reason. I'm not even talking about the mental health stuff. I'm just saying the shift work is part of the reason you see the excess. Because because you you have, you work your shift, then you have a weekend. Yeah. Then you work your shift and you have a weekend. You know it continues. Yeah. So yeah, and I get I get that. So I'm I'm saying that's that's a piece. I mean this whole thing is a massive jigsaw puzzle, and you got to put together all the pieces. Yeah. Now. I will say I don't want to lose my 24-hour shift because <laughs> I do enjoy it. Yeah. I come in, I'm there for 24, and I go home. Yeah. Or I work overtime and or whatever. Well, yeah. And so there are fire departments who have done the eight-hour shifts. Um, there are some that still do them. And depending on what position you hold, that may be what you do. I just... For me, and maybe it's because that's what I've just always done is the 24 on, 48 off thing. I don't see like that, the the eight hour shift in the fire service just doesn't make sense to me. Like there's too much stuff to do. Like, just think about it. So eight hour shift, you'd have three different. You need a lot more staffing. Yeah, you need a lot more staffing. You'd have three different crews in a station in a day, in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then every crew, you have to do your truck checks. You do your cleanup. You have to cook your meal. 
you know, because you still got to eat. You're there for eight hours. You're going yeah. to eat. Yeah, you're going to have a lunch or a dinner or breakfast, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So. Is it doable? Yeah, it's doable. It's doable because it's, it's done right now. Do I think that's now, the best way to do it? How much is that going to cost? Because I can tell you right now, most people aren't going to do that job for minimum wage. Well, think about the, the crew that has the 11 to 7 shift. Yeah. Do you Where get, are they shopping at? Do you get night diff? Yeah, I mean. Or do I have to go buy food when I get off work for the next day? Yeah. You know, and then what are my shifts? Is it Monday through Friday? You know, or is it Tuesday rotating? through Saturday? Yeah. Am I always on the weekend? I'm always, you know, are we always nights? Are we rotating that? Yeah, man. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. No. Now, I mean, there are certain jobs. And I, and I did enjoy my nine, my nine to five job when I was hurt. Like I slept better. I felt better. I pretty much quit drinking at that point. They were cut way, way, way back. Yeah. To like 1%. <laughs> You always wanted to be a one percenter. Oh, always, <laughs> <laughs> but I just you know I, even now, like I, I we drank I drank the other day. We were in the pool, and it was just one of those days. And next thing I know, like Jane's like, I want to go to bed early. I'm like, yeah, me too. One in the morning. Like, <laughs> so, you really drink all? I'm like, yeah, I went a little wild, and I paid for it the next day, and I haven't had one since. Yeah, it's just sporadic. Yeah, catch me in the right mode. Yeah. And I'll throw down. Other than I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah. I say no more than I say yes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the key. Well, normally it's like, I got to work tomorrow. Or, oh, I know I got to get up early and do this. Or I'm doing that. I'm good. Yeah. Because I don't like the way I feel. Yeah, well, welcome to the old guy club. That too. (laughs) Although I was surprised I didn't have a hangover. I was really (laughs) shocked at that. Did you drink water? Did you change your socks? <laughs> no, I didn't do either of those things. I just drank beer until went to bed. And I like our, we have a sleep number bed, so it, it gives you a score. <laughs> I want to say it was my lowest score ever. It was like a 30 <laughs> for my for my eight hours of sleep. I was like, yep, that, that tracks. <laughs> uh, I will say this, and it's kind of funny. So, you know, I got a CPAP a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. So fucking old man. Yeah. Well, it's, that's what happens when you get punched in the face a lot. That wasn't so great at dodging. <laughs> Should have been a better fighter. Uh, well, you know. I mean, it makes sense why you fought twelve-year-olds. Yeah. In the ring. You know, I mean, that kid was at least thirteen, and he was a big thirteen-year-old. If he was thirteen, he had a birthday the day before. Hey, still thirteen. Twelve-year-old all day long. Anyway, so got a CPAP. So I decided not to take it. To Colorado. Because I was like, I don't want to mess with trying to run the cord out of the tent down to my battery pack or take the battery pack into the tent with my wife and two dogs. Um, So I was like, fuck it. I'm just not going to take it. And we'll see what happens. And I can tell the difference whenever I sleep with it at home. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't wake up quite so stuffed up. Um, I don't wake up quite as tired. So I'm noticing benefits. Well, in Colorado, I didn't wake up tired a single morning. I didn't wake up hurting a single morning. And I didn't snore the whole time I was there. In Colorado. In Colorado. Hmm. The day that we got back, we got back late. 
like 9:30 at night or something like that and so i had to unload the jeep and do all this stuff and we were doing laundry and it was like midnight before we got into bed and this has been up since six in the morning or so and drove for like 13 hours to get home those days are so much fun yeah so it was like a long stressful tiring so i was fucking exhausted i woke up the next morning at like 7 30 fucking i was exhausted my head hurt and my nose was stopped up that felt like crap sounds like you need to retire to colorado um yeah enjoy those winters yeah <laughs> i'm going south <laughs> so i honestly i think it's something to do with the pollen here probably in the midwest because there's not really that out in colorado or it's a different type that i'm just not well, your higher altitude and yeah especially where you guys were probably a little cleaner air um yeah except for I would say the last night we were at a lower elevation. We were by the sand, the great, great sand dunes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were at a lower elevation and there was a lot more vegetation and stuff. Like for most of the time we were camping in like pine trees, which is what I grew up in. So pine pollen doesn't fuck with me. See, and I've grown up in the Midwest and I still have allergies and there's days it's bad. Yeah. And I just, I can't, you can't get ahead of it. You could even be, you could, you could go in the day ahead of it. And then an hour later, you're so far behind that. Yeah. You're just like, oh, going to take some Benadryl. Yeah. And then you wake up like, I'm going to take more Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to sleep for that 24. Dude, I, so last night we had kind of a rough night at the station. Um, just like inconsistent calls, you know, every couple hours mm-hmm. getting up. And like the first three or four times I put my CPAP back on went back to sleep and then about 3 30 this morning i was just i was fucking done and i was like i'm not putting it back on so i didn't and did you, did you just cover the mouth and the nose or just the nose just the nose and so i just fucking laid down on my bed and passed out and whenever i woke up for the call at four o'clock i could already tell i was getting stopped up like i fucked up guys yeah I fucked up bad <laughs> uh Let's see how this works out for him, Cotton. <laughs> so now my nose is all stopped up. It's like that sleep number we got. It's got that little fu- that function on it for the snore. Yeah. It just brings you up just a little bit. Yeah. And to me, that's way more comfortable than laying flat. Yeah. Like we watched a movie the other night, and it was one of those, we didn't have to, neither one of us had to work the next day. And it was, you know, it was like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's like, I just lock the dogs up and go upstairs. And I hit like the zero G, and it brings you up, you know, your feet up, and you're, I think I made it 20 minutes. Ah, <laughs> drilling on myself. <laughs> we were. <laughs> so we were in the tent um, in Colorado and we had uh, Rachel's laptop tablet. It kind of folds up, you know, mm-hmm. and in the tent, there's a pouch on the roof that you can slide a tablet in. And that's what it's made for is to slide a tablet in so you can watch a movie. Yeah. You like, know, while you're your laying tent. there. Yeah. While you're laying there. So we start to watch The Huntsman. Five minutes, she made it. Nice. And just out. So if it's a movie that I haven't seen, I'll I'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. Most movies, I can stay up for most of them. But there's certain movies that we put it on, I'll go right to sleep. 
Hotel Transylvania, all th- the first three is, are some of those. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I was laid up in bed at the yeah. surgery, if I couldn't sleep, put that one I'll on. Put them on Ancient Aliens. I'll a- put that oh, on. Ancient Aliens I'll, is great to sleep. That, too. That's on history. The History Vault cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah all two hundred and some odd of them. Like, yep. Uh, Modern Marvels is on there. It's like three hundred and ninety nine episodes. I just never liked that show. I always like Modern Marvels. <clears throat> so Ancient Aliens, yes, one hundred percent. Probably one of the best shows to sleep to. That or anything narrated by David Attenborough. Yeah. Like Our Planet or something like that. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's got that one, like History Explained or something, or Unexplained History, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the exact name of it. Yeah. It's a great show. I like it. But I'll put it on. <laughs> What's the one with um, William Shatner? Um. Histories of Mysteries or something. His, yeah, Unexplained. Maybe his is the Unexplained. I can't remember. Yeah. I get those two, their shows confused, but they're both good. Yeah. They're about the same. And especially at, like during study time. Yeah. I put those on. Ow. Yeah. Yeah, I usually try to do a nature show and sleep to that. Yeah, I can do that too. Like to put on a Disney Plus and go to the National Ge- Geographic. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll learn about lions. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them, though, the, the volume's too inconsistent. I just turn it way down anyway. Well, I mean, I turn it way down, but I kind of still want to hear what they're talking about. But then, like, whenever they have other sounds come in or music or something like that, it's way loud. Yeah. And it's like, man. And I did watch the making of Star Wars. It's like four hours. And I yes. was like, I'm tired. I was like, okay, I'll put this on. You stayed up the whole time, yep. didn't you? I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it just reeled you right in. Fucking George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. It was awesome to see how they made it and all the stuff that came out of it. Yeah. And I know most people know about that at this point in time. Yeah. But it's just... Yeah. ILM revolutionized um, yeah. special effects. And how much he's made off of that little... Was it THX? Yeah. <laughs> like, every time you see it, he's like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. I'm like, you motherfucker. Well, I mean, he's, he sold the rights to to Disney. Wasn't it like a billion dollars or something? For Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. I, I did see Ahsoka's coming out August 23rd. Yeah. You know what came out July 24th? Um, You? Yeah. <laughs> 41 years ago. <laughs> but Futurama came back. Oh, yeah. You were, I, you I, haven't wa- I haven't watched any of the new ones yet. I'm waiting until they all come out because I'm a binge guy. Yeah, I'm I a binge tell you, person yeah. too. Like I'm watching the whole season again. I don't. I think I'm on like season seven again. I don't know how many times through. I just put it on and I, I could read. I'll you know whatever. Yeah, but there's only one I will not watch. And which one is that? It's the one about Fry's dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seymour. I won't. I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah. I think it's called Jurassic Bark. I'm like, nope. <laughs> It, it it pulls your heartstrings. Yeah. Because it shows how sad the dog was and for 16 years. Yeah. Or right. something like that. It sucks. Just waiting for him to come back. I'm like, nope. Fuck yep. you. Yeah, that's fucked up. So I always skip that one. Yeah. I don't blame you. Like, I got certain, you know, movies that I just choose not to watch anymore. Yeah. Don't hurt the dog. Yeah. I don't that care that you killed a hundred people. Don't hurt the dog. Yeah. Well, we sat down the other day at the station to watch Sisu. Yeah. And I was like, if this dog gets hurt, I'm fucking out. Yeah. 
Well, even the German shepherds that the the Nazis have is like, don't hurt that fucking dog. It's not the dog's fault. He's got no. bad owners. Yeah, not the dog's fault. That was uh what did you think of that movie? Dude, it wasn't bad. It's not it wasn't what was sold. Yeah. <laughs> but overall I was like that's a tough motherfucker. <laughs> uh yeah. That was a very eighties depiction of Yeah. Combat medicine. <laughs> yes. And it was a v- it was very B movie. Yeah. But I mean I like B movies, so it's okay. Well, I do too. And I but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I liked how he didn't have a whole lot of dialogue. Yeah. It was kind of like a Nick Cage movie for me. <laughs> wow, he's Wonderland. No. You and the fucking Nick Cage <laughs> movies, man. He's got a new one coming out. Where he's I know. Like, he's every, like a retired assassin. Every, every three months, he's got yeah. a new one coming out. And I actually do kind of want to see that one. Because I've seen previews for As, it. It made me laugh. And, and, you know, Jane's in. But she's yeah. like, there's something wrong with you. I'm like, oh, well, you know. What are you going to do? I liked Nick Cage. I you, liked Nick Cage in the 90s. You know, you know what you're going to get when you see Nicolas Cage's in a movie. Yeah. It's just like in the 80s when Stallone or Schwarzenegger or Van Damme had a movie. You knew what you were going to get. Yeah. Or any Chuck Norris movie or TV show. Yeah. You'd know what you're going to get. Yep. You're going to get Spinning Hill Kick. Yep. You go watch one of his old fights. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. A spinning heel kick and the dude's going to be like, <laughs> on the way down in slow-mo. He's going to drive the Ram Charger out of a fucking 10-foot pit. That thing was a tank. That's why he bought a second one when it got blown up at Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> I wonder if he had an endorsement with Dodge. I bet he did. Because he drove them a lot in his movies. And then he drove that Dodge pickup in Walker, Texas mm-hmm. Ranger for the longest time. I always wanted one because of that. Like the exact one he had, I wanted it. Oh, that silver one? Yeah. And that, like his his gun belt later on. Yeah. When it just had the little loop and for that was his holster. Uh-huh. I was like, that's awesome. I want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have one with the revolver to match. Oh, I would totally. His original one when the, when the show first started? Yeah. I totally would. You know why I don't have that stuff? Why? Because I'm fucking married. <laughs> it's like having a second conscience. What does that have to do with it? Hey, I'm a bias. No. But we don't, you don't need it. Yes, I do. No. And then I get a verbal beat down from a redhead. And... Honestly, dude, I say just just buy it. I just I spent a bunch of money the other day. <laughs> she's like, she's yelling at me. I'm like, oh, I guess I won't work overtime anymore. Fuck me. I was only gone for four days. What's now I'm saying? Well, that's exactly what you're saying. We can spend money on your shit, but not mine. Like, yeah. I, laid a, I laid a guilt trip. She's <laughs> like, do you feel better about yourself? I'm like, yeah, I bought my stuff. <laughs> oh, then I, I got, like, for that next hour, all she would say is you're an asshole. How? I, I know how to manipulate her, but she knows how to manipulate me, too. You know, whenever she comes and says, hey, I want to get on my spot. Well, you know what it is. I don't care. Buy it. I tell Rachel the same thing. All that shit I get away with, man, I'm whatever. If it's going to make you happy, go fucking buy it. Yeah. And for mostly it's because I want to be able to buy my own shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, you can't. The money's not going anywhere. No, you like, can't it's, take it with it, you. It's not. Yeah. We're not taking with it once we die. And we don't 
I mean, other than some nieces and nephews, we don't have anybody to leave it to. Yeah, my son's going to make out like a bandit. Whenever I go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got plans for everything already. <laughs> Hell, my bro and I were talking about my parents' stuff. They were in the, place, they were in the pool. <laughs> we were talking about cars and, you know, my, my dad's got all those cars. Yeah. And what we we're going to do and. How you were going to divvy it up. Yeah. Basically, he's going to take some and I'll, he'll take a couple. I'll take a couple, but. All you got, if you want it, just come get the keys. Yeah. I mean, it's, neither one of us cares. And mom's like, we're not even dead yet. I'm like, yeah, but you're close. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm like, you're closer to, to being dead than not being dead right now. Oh. Yeah. Cherish the time. Oh, we do. I mean, we. Yeah. Everybody knows we're joking. We could go over to the house now and take the keys and go if we wanted to. Yeah. But we don't. But we just go and hang out or whatever, and we try to get together at least minimum once a month. And I, I kind of get where mom and dad come from when they say, you know, we want to see you guys more because we don't see Ben that often. Yeah. I mean, we see him once a week when he comes to pick up dog shit. <laughs> hey, man, that's a win-win. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to pick it up, and he, he gets, we pay a cell phone bill out of the, out of the one, one of the times, mm-hmm. which is, what, like 80 bucks, I think. And then I think we give him 60 bucks a week after that. Yeah, but it's our, our, you know, and if he needs if he needs money, all he's got to do is ask, and we'll give it to him. But it's just that's the same thing my parents did for us. So has he decided if he's gonna join the fire service or if he's gonna? I don't know. A big part of it's pay. Like he, they, uh, so the younger generation sees, and we've had this, con- I've had this conversation with him. Mm-hmm. He sees the hourly rate. He's like, "Well, I'm making X now." Which is a lot more. I'm like, I get that, but that's not what you really make. Yeah. Because you got to remember, we work more hours in a pay period. There's unlimited overtime if you want it. And you have benefits that you don't have. Not to mention you have 48 hours off. You're going to have three days at minimum that you could go do HVAC. He's not even doing that anymore. He's stocking vending machines. He He got, so I'm not mad at him for it. Like he still got the skill, mm-hmm. but he's like, I was looking around and at all the people I was working with, these guys that were older and how broken down they were and how angry and tired. A lot of them were overweight and alcoholics. He's like, I don't want that for me. I was like, oh, start your own business. And he, he won't do that. He's young. He's yeah. just 21. It's Yeah. It's like, you like, get it, the experience. Yeah. I was like you can join the fire department. Do the HVAC, HVAC on the side, learn the tech stuff, and then start your own company. And these, there's what, a dozen guys, maybe? Yeah. Maybe on the job that do HVAC. They make more on their days off than they do at the station. Yeah. And they don't do anything. I mean, they do when, they're, when they need to, but they have guys that work warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, then you can hire your stepmom here. and Yeah. And she can run your books, and she's really good at it. Yeah. When she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, well, it's that two cookie thing. You know, the experiment of they, they will set a kid down with a cookie on a plate and go, if you don't eat this cookie, we'll give you two later. And yeah. it's that going through the process and doing the hard work up front. Yeah. And then reaping the benefits on the back end. Okay. Suffer a little bit now. And it's not even suffering. 
because you're still going to pay your bills. You're still going to do all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're talking about you're going to go do work for free for, you know, three years before you start making any money. But if he would do that now. Yeah. And how, then. How much would it pay off in the end? Yeah. Just like the, what was it? Give you a hundred thousand dollars now, or maybe it was a million dollars, or I give you a penny a day and I'll double it every day for a year. What would you rather have? Take the penny. Yeah. But nobody wants to wait. Yeah. It's that instant gratification. Which is like so we talk about winning the lottery. Yeah. You know, we all make jokes. You know, everybody in America talks about it. What would you do if you won a billion dollars? You know, and everybody's going to take the payout. Yeah. But in reality, if you took the monthly pay, the monthly payout, you'll make more if you live long enough. Yeah. It's a gamble. But if you live that long, you're making a lot more money. Yeah. Well, yes and no. There are ways to take that lump sum and make make it a lot more than you would ever get from the, the payout. I mean, you got to, you have to, invest you have to and, invest. Yeah. So, and I can tell you what I would do because I've thought about it. I'd buy an Island. <laughs> I would, I would take the lump sum and I would get what I want to get. I don't have like super expensive taste, but there are certain things like I would want property and a like, condominium. Some, yeah. Some vehicles, some stuff like that. But even after, guns. even after buying everything that I could conceivably want, if I won $300 million, you can't spend that. I could not spend it. I legitimately, I don't think I could spend that much money. No. Did you ever see Brewster's Millions? Uh, Had John Candy and Richard Pryor in it? Yeah, way. It's probably been 20 That's, years yeah, it's been since I've that movie. But basically, he had to spend a million dollars a day for 30 days, I believe, is what it was. Yeah. To get like. And he couldn't, and he couldn't keep anything. Yeah. So kind of like almost like a charity thing. He couldn't donate it to charity. Yeah. Yeah, like spend it on, on things for people and stuff like that. And, it, and he struggled. Like the yeah. first the first couple of days, super simple, simple. Yeah. But it got really really hard. Yeah. Because you run out of shit to buy. Yeah. And. But still, people go broke. Like a majority of lottery winners are broke. Because you have a like, lot of cousins come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Well. You know, and people pumping you for money and you're going to start getting all these phone calls. Yeah. Like the first thing you got to do is get a lawyer. Yeah. Second thing is get an accountant. Uh, we talked about that the third, other day. Third thing is get an offshore bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can't be touched. <laughs> we talked about the accountant thing the other day. I don't know that I, uh, with all the people that have been fucked over, I don't know that I trust accountants. So, so even though... You still got to watch them. I mean, you can't put your, you can't put mind faith into somebody. No. Especially when you talk about money. Especially that much money. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's Superman 3. Or Office Space. Office Space. So take a little bit of money, like the half a cent. You, nobody's going to notice. Yeah. You know, you think about the interest on it that you make a year. You really going to miss a few hundred thousand dollars? Only only when the IRS comes calling. Yeah. (laughs) But if you got a good tax man, it's offshore and they can't touch it anyway. Uh, 
we're not advocating for laundering money. YouTube. It's not money laundering, though. If you put your money in an offshore account, how is that money laundering? There's no... If you're earning interest on it, you have to pay the taxes on the interest. If it's being gained in the United States. Now, if you take it and bring it in, yeah, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. How are you going to use it if you don't bring it in? We have a credit card that's black and has no limit, and then it gets paid by your offshore account. (laughs) I don't know. I'm making this shit up, dude. (laughs) I don't know. Do I look like a rich guy to you? (laughs) Sitting in a sweatshirt, unshaven, freaking... $20 $20 lucky hat. <laughs> I debated uh, on buying the hat. Like, man, 20 bucks. I don't know. That's a bu- <laughs> so here's the other disclaimer. Do not take financial advice <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> if you do, you're going to have the day you deserve. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, there's a lot wrong with our society. There's a lot wrong with the fire service. There's a lot right with the fire service, mm-hmm. but I think the ship needs to. I think we stepped to like almost midnight last night at the table, just bullshitting. Yeah, the, the TV never got turned on. Yesterday. Nice. It's the first time in a long time that I had not seen a TV turned on at the station. Yeah. I mean, there was it was a kind of a busy day too, but yeah, there's trainings and trainings were going on, and companies were out of service for various reasons. Which, I mean, it happens. You're going to have those days. But it was it was a great day. We had fun. We laughed. We joked. Good. You know, had good conversations. Got to impart some of the knowledge I've gained. Sharing the wisdom. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, I mean. Yeah. But when you learn something, you should pass it on. Absolutely should. And discuss it. Yeah. Well, and that's... Fuck, that would lead to another soapbox of, you know, people who have gone through the stuff that we've gone through and the mental health stuff and then won't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's your right to not talk about it. But also, it's kind of your responsibility to talk about it. I mean, we're in a. I don't, jo- I don't disagree with that. But we're in a job where we help. Our whole job is to help the public, to assist the public. Why wouldn't we want to take that and help and assist the people that we work with, our quote unquote brothers and sisters? We're family. Mm-hmm. Fucking prove it. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, would you let your brother fucking make some of the mistakes that we've seen firemen make? He's a big boy. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for shooting holes in my argument. I'm, I quit. Whoa, 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 whoa. You told me I couldn't do that anymore. That, that means you can't do that. What? There is no double standard here about quitting. I didn't say I quit the podcast. You just said you quit. Like you quit everything. No. You're a quitter. No. When you're a quitter, you're a quitter. Period. You know okay, why you're David, a quitter? Okay, David Goggins. Quitters quit. Who's going to carry and the you're log? You're a quitter. Who's going to carry <laughs> the log? I'm sure you've, have you seen that on your tick of talks? The two fucking idiots carrying the big fucking, looks like a railroad tie into Barnes and Noble, asking where the David Goggins section is. Mm-mm, I haven't seen that. Yeah. 
they look like frat boys and they go in and they've got this big fucking, it looks like a railroad tie, a big fucking log on their shoulder and like a beam. And they get a David, buy a David Goggins book. That's the whole fucking video. They're like we're carrying the log. I'm like, you're an idiot. They're trying to be funny. Yeah, I'm sure. I just watched a whole series this morning while I was waiting on you about Californians moving to Texas. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. They are. Um, yeah, a lot of people relocated from California to Texas. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely over the top. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's, it's definitely very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. But it's Have you, fucking hilarious. Dude, speaking of over the top. And hilarious, uh, J.P. Sears. Oh yeah, the that redhead yeah. comedian. Yeah, so he he's jacked. Uh, he is. So I just saw a video of his today. Somebody reposted it. I need to follow him on Instagram. Um, but it's why deadlifts are racist, <laughs> and it's basically because it allows you to build a strong butt, legs, and shoulders. So that way, when the government tries to bend you over and fuck you, you can <laughs> pull away from them and use your strong legs to kick them. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, sitting there watching that, and I'm like... It, it, it tracks. It, it tracks. It's funny. So, yeah. Damn the man. Hey. Empire know, Records, man. Whoever would have thought that Empire Records would still be as iconic as one it is. Idiocracy, I think, is the more is the more accurate version of what we're living in right now. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about the saying "damn the man." Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it, man. the The way that the world has consistently changed from whenever, even before we were kids, like it has consistently been going this direction little micro steps mm-hmm. the whole time and then you know you have it kind of slide back it'd be a little bit more kind of how it should be maybe and then it just keeps fucking going what was it i forget i don't know if it was a comedian or it was somebody on the internet it said an owner's manual used to tell you how to adjust your cams and now it says like don't put your hand in the engine or some shit so you know yeah it's like stupid shit yeah Dude, I mean, if you if, or don't like, don't try to don't put your hand in the fan when it's running. Yeah, you should, like you should know that. Yeah, that's pretty much common sense when you get hit, hit the adult level when you start driving. Yeah, should be. Dude, I was talking about that at the shop this morning. Like they were talking about about, um, about their mechanics. Um, well, I was talking to one of their mechanics. And he was doing some engine work, replacing a camshaft. And having to replace some other stuff, too, on the fuel injectors. And he's like, they've made it to where you have to have a special tool to do this. Yeah. To reseat these O-rings and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they're making it to where, and he's like, he's talking about how they're trying to make it to where even, like, you can't read codes unless you take it to the dealership. Like, that's what they're trying to do. And I was like, I said, you know that the bunch of farmers just 
won a lawsuit against John Deere for this exact same thing. Oh, I didn't hear uh, about that. Yeah, John Deere was making it to where was trying to make it illegal for you to work on your own tractor. Like they wouldn't send you parts, like all of this stuff. And a bunch of farmers got together, filed a class action lawsuit and fucking got them to change it. They said it had something to do with being a monopoly or some bullshit like that. Hmm. I mean, that's not smart on John Deere's part when like 90% of your sales go to farmers. Yeah. Unless you're talking about the little riding lawnmower. Yeah. In suburbia, other than that, it's... Yeah, no, it was the the big equipment, so... Yeah, not a good move. Yeah. Don't but, piss, don't piss I mean, the farmers. Th- they've consistently been doing that with cars. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. just, you can look at the, the difference between, from 95, my, the 95 Jeep I had, the YJ, mm-hmm. to the 2014 Jeep that I had. That's what, 19 years, right? Yeah. It's a 19-year difference. Those vehicles couldn't be more different as far as being able to work on them, the amount of electronics that is on Mm -hmm. it. And like, okay, you want to change this part. Cool. Well, on the, on the 95, it's, you just take it off, put a new one on. Well, on the 2014 JK. Okay. Well, I've got to take these seven things off just to get to that thing. Like changing the oil. And that's if you have space. There's two filters. You can't just change the one filter and oil's done. You got to change the one on top that you need a special tool for. Then you got to change the one on the bottom. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to take my my truck in on Monday. mm -hmm. You know, I need new tires. Can't do that myself anyway. Yeah. Not a big deal. But I'm getting that, that brake sensor code. I don't hear any grinding. I don't feel anything different in the brakes. So it could just be a bad sensor. But the truck's got 50,000 miles on it. Go ahead and change the brakes. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'll just do that myself. <laughs> Fuck that. So I was talking to another guy who's got, his truck's I think is a 20 or 21. So his is just the standard Silverado and mine's a trail boss. Mm-hmm. So not much different. I mean, I think I've got the the two-inch lift that comes with it, and that's really about it. Yeah. Different-wise. And he was like, oh, yeah, I tried to change my brakes. But you have to go in, you have to disable your electronic e-brake, and he was telling me how to do it, and it was like seven steps. And I was like, I'm good, man. I'm already done. Fuck that. Yeah. And then, you know, he said it was a pain in the ass to change his brakes, front and back. And then you have to go in and re-engage the e-brake, like the electronic e-brake, or electronic emergency brake. Yeah. And maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Might throw an error code. So now you have to get a code reader. Because you can't drive the damn thing. Of course not. It'll throw it in a limp mode. I was like, what the? I was like, you know what? Nah. Nah. That's totally worth me paying the extra. I think, See? but that's... I, think, I think it was like $800,000 or $1,000 for breaks. I'm like, I'll, I'll work the extra shift to pay for it. Yeah. Fuck but that. That's how That's how they're setting shit up. They don't want you independent and working on not, your own shit. I'm not shit. going to the dealership for that. Well, they're making it to where mechanic shops won't be able to do it either. Yeah. It'll have to all be done at the dealership because that's how car manufacturers are wanting to and that's double dip way on this stuff. Too expensive. Yeah, because they, they want every piece of that pie. Now I do let the dealership change my oil. It's not that much more expensive each time, and they get they have a record of it in their computer. Somebody go trade it in and like oh well they give me that their bullshit 
that they give you. I'm like, no, fuck off. Get your computer. And if they don't want to, you know, try and be fair, I, I, I want them to make money, but I want a good deal too. How do we both achieve success here? That's that's the deal, right? Yeah. That's what we both want. And well, if you don't want to give it to me, I'll walk out with two fingers in the air saying, eat a fucking dick. Well, here's the thing. And, I, and I'll learn how to moonwalk just so I can moonwalk out. You know they're going to make money. Because yeah. they're going to give you, even if they give you above, like say the truck is worth 15000 supposedly. And they give you 15000 Okay, so you just made the 15000 right? Yeah. On a truck you already paid off. On a truck you already paid off. So really you're not making money. You're kind no. of just making some back. You spent less. Whatever. Yeah. They're going to turn around and sell that thing for twenty five. Yeah. They're, they're going to list it at twenty five. Probably sell it for twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. But then they'll tack on all the extra shit to make it twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like whenever they get do the whole, oh, you get this warranty and this one. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Like, as soon as they start saying, I just start saying no. And, like, finally, they're like, well, how about how about 100 bucks for this? I'm like, okay. I'll do 100 bucks for an extra three-year warranty. That goes past mine. Yeah. But but three grand? No, fuck off. Yeah. I got bit hard with a warranty one time, and I just refuse. Like, they, I think they, they, when, I bought, when I bought the truck, the... To replace the radio was like seven grand if something goes wrong with it. I was like, one, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But when you look at all the steps it takes, like the radio itself isn't expensive. Yeah. It's everything that goes into taking it out and putting it back in and all the labor See? hours. And I, and I was like, I get it. The book says this. It's really going to, it says seven. It's going to take you three. Yeah. Because you've done it so many times. I get it, but I'm paying for your knowledge. And I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with me paying for how long it took you to learn the skill to get it done and the amount of time it does. Right. You I don't disagree with that. That That is your service you're providing and I should compensate you for what you've done. I disagree for the amount that it costs. It should not cost that much. No. Well, they got, you got to adjust for, and it's fucking designed that way on purpose. Yes. It's designed that way on purpose. So, but, I, but I said no to the warranty cause I'm like, nah, that ain't worth it. I'll just, <laughs> I got, I got a phone. Yeah, <laughs> I'll spend two hundred bucks on a new head unit and put it in myself, yeah. or I'll just get a JBL speaker I could put in my passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty bucks, I'm good. Yeah, you know, whatever. And they and they got down to like like two hundred bucks for the warranty. I'm like okay, something like that. It wasn't. I mean, with the three warranties I added, I think it raised the price of the truck maybe eight hundred bucks. Like that's fine. I'm okay with it. With the added a couple asked added protections, but not when you're going to be like, oh yeah, these three are going to be like six grand. No. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's yeah, thing. You got to keep saying happening. no. They, they force you to be a jerk yeah. about it. Oh yeah. And like, even when you say no, go ahead and get, like, if you take your car in to get to trade well, it in. And I don't like how they take your driver's license and then won't give it back to yeah. you. I know, I know somebody who's like, here's the deal. I said, no, I asked you for my car keys. I asked you for my ID. You haven't given it back. You got two minutes and I'm calling the cops. You're holding me hostage now. Because I want to leave and you're refusing to give me my stuff so I can leave. That I rightfully own. Yeah. And they were giving their stuff back. Yeah, I will press charges. Yeah. Well, and it's, and again, it's sad it, it, it that you have to get to that point. Yeah, and it they make you get there. Yeah. 
and I get it. They're trying to get the best deal they can, and they think they got all the power. But do you really? Like I was watching one. It was on. It was a Tiki Taki again. Yeah. And it was a guy talking about how the car market's been here in the last since 2020, and how it's been in the dealer's favor and the, the jacked up prices and all that. And now they got all this inventory that nobody's buying. Because who's going to spend $100,000 on a pickup truck? Seriously. Um, I don't know. But how, how but, are things I mean, about people, to change for the better in your in our favor? So we're going to walk in with all the power. Yeah. And this was, he's like a, some car expert. Well, I wish I could remember his name. I don't know if I saved the video or not. So, so think about this. So back in like 95, 96, 96. You could get a fully loaded, top-of-the-line, leather seats, a CD player, which was brand new back then. That was the top of the line. You know, audio stuff. In a Ford F-150, you know, highest package they had. $26,000. Yeah, but it was a Ford. Still, that was the best truck going at the time. It was. So I, don't, I won't deny that. So... $26,000. You can't even get a base model for $26,000 now. No. You can't get a base model for 40. Most of the time you can't even get a used truck for 40. So I wonder what oh, Let's just look this up real quick. We'll just do median income. What year? 95? Uh 96. So the median income in 96 was about $35,500. So let's do 22. And so it's about 50 to 60,000 now. So it's doubled median income has. So but car prices haven't just doubled. They've tripled. Oh yeah, they're and they're adding all the extra fees and, and stuff like that. Sorry, yeah. extra fees and stuff like that on it to where, like the truck will say forty, and they're like, oh, dealer fees thirty five thousand. Yeah, because they, they've got there's pictures out there, you know, the stickers on the car on the trucks and all mm-hmm. that. And I'm not, nobody's gonna. Most people aren't gonna pay that. Yeah, I'm like no, I'm good. I'll, I'll get a bicycle and I'll ride my bike first. Yeah. I will choose another mode of transportation. Well, like when, right before grandma died, I was getting ready to buy a car, just a, a small base model car. Like my brother was like, oh yeah, Kia's got, I forget what it's called, but it's like base model. The Kia Soul? Probably. It's a little, little six speed. It's a six mm-hmm. cylinder. I'm like, perfect. That's all I need. Cause I was going to use it for work. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got AC, power windows and power seat. Good enough for me. And then grandma died. So I took her car, but. Like, but still twenty grand for that. Yeah, and I was, I was gonna, I mean, I was gonna go buy it. I was gonna buy a black one. Though. I was gonna, you know, get, tint the windows, make it as cool as possible. <laughs> Maybe get some red tape, put a little, little red line down, and I don't know. The possibilities change, were endless. Change the wheels, put some spinners on <laughs> yeah, it. Absolutely, I'm gonna go straight nineteen ninety five. I was gonna pet my ride. Oh my god. Fucking folding head display, head unit. Yeah. But I, mean, I didn't need anything 
it's a work car. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna yeah. take care. I'm gonna take care of my grandma's car because it was my grandma's. Yeah, but I just don't want to drive my truck all over the city. Yeah, and a six speed. I'm like, I haven't driven a six speed for a long time. I'm gonna drive my, my one of my dad's cars is a four speed, but it's. A 68 Firebird. A little different. Uh, of a, little, drive. a little different handling <laughs> characteristics. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll still drive that, but you know, I don't drive a, a manual that often. So when I get behind yeah. one, I'm like, hang on. I got to get, get, get my timing right. <laughs> you know, I got to play with the clutch and the gas. Uh, it's a per- perishable skill. It is. If you don't do it all the time. Like when when I was married to my ex-wife, she her Ford Ranger was a six-speed. I was really good at it, but I drove it all the time. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Rachel's, whenever she had that Corolla, it was a, it was a six speed. So that was a interesting drive. She had manuals up until she got that, uh, that Ford. Mm -hmm. And that was a piece of shit. When you never know, like you get each manual is different. Yeah. How, How far you got to push the clutch in. Yeah. Well, it was an automatic, but it drove like someone, like a 12-year-old trying to drive a manual for the first time. Awesome. Yeah, because it had that, it would cut out, you know, Mm -hmm. at the stop sign and all that stuff. Well, as you were pulling up to the stop sign, it would start doing that. It had like this weird shutter and, yeah, (laughs) the air conditioner never worked right. Like, I think she had that car three or four months, and it was at the shop. For if she had it four months, it was in the shop for three months. Yeah, it was a it was a fucking lemon. It was part of the lemon law thing. Yeah, and I remember that car. Yeah, shit. Yeah, it was a piece of crap. So anyway, well, we've been going for over an hour now. We didn't say shit. I think we said some good stuff. Controversial, maybe. I don't think anything was controversial, but then again, I didn't think the last time was anything controversial, <laughs> and it got pulled down. So, just, what do I know? You just got to be careful when you talk about certain people who have political ties. Um, Long and deep political ties. Yes. Yeah. It's it's funny that nobody pays any attention to certain individuals until they make certain announcements, and then all of a sudden... It's like they're trying to be scrubbed from the record books. Yeah. I want to run for president. I want to learn some stuff about me. (laughs) I think it'd be interesting. Like, I didn't know I did that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. The fake news and, like, all of that stuff is, I mean, it's a real thing. Like, and the censorship. It's a real thing. We've we've dealt with it on the podcast. Did, did we ever talk about the NPC, like the non-playable character deal? Um, what do you mean? I remember we talked about doing a conspiracy theory show. Uh, but have we ever brought it up in actual when we've uploaded? Uh, I don't know if we talked about that whenever Bond was here or not. I've been seeing that. You weren't. That, well. So I was here with one with Bond. But yeah, but that was the one that we didn't upload that okay. we scrapped. So, because I've, I've been seeing that theory more and more now, going along with the Matrix theory. Yeah. And how all these, like, you know, so many people are NPCs. Because they can't think for themselves. Yeah. 
I mean, and like when they when like when they get into an argument, they just say the same thing on repeat, like an NPC would. Yeah, I get it. I mean, conspiracy theories are fun, whatever. But, but that's are really one... conspiracy theories when they keep getting proven true. Well, no, I mean, how long, how long has it been since aliens have been a conspiracy theory? And now we got the government going, yeah, yeah, they exist. We got biologics. We got. Yeah. You're like, and they're like, hey, you see this? And everybody's like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Why is my rent so damn high? Yeah. <laughs> Why is food prices so high? Yeah. Why is the trucking industry failing? Yeah. We just had a major company go out of business. Yeah. And I like all the, the finger pointing is starting. Oh, it's the, it's the administration. No, it's the union. No, it's this. I'm like, Motherfucker, it's a combination, assholes. Yeah. It's, it's a- all of you. It ain't the guys out here driving the damn truck trying to make a living. Yeah, no. It's uh we've had a significant failure in leadership. In multiple facets in facets of it. Multiple facets. Um like it's not just it's not just the union's fault. No. It's not just the administration. It's not just consumers. Yeah. It's a combination of everybody. Yeah. Including the government. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have a hand to play in this too. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's what I was talking about is we, we've had failures at the leadership positions across our society. And as a society, we really haven't taken steps to address it. Cause you know, that old saying, Oh, if you don't like your congresspersons, uh, or the president or whoever, whatever, vote them out. Okay. That's great. But Here's the thing. What are your options? So you've got candidate A and candidate B. Candidate oh, South, A. South Park did this episode. Yeah. It's a turd sandwich and a douchebag. Yeah. That's so what, that's, but, those are your options. So you've you've got candidate A, who's the incumbent, who's been in office for 10 years and is, you know, obviously a piece of shit, whatever. You don't like him. So you look over at candidate B. Well, candidate B is just as bad, just in a different way. But nobody who would actually go in and do the job and make the changes that need to be changed, well, you can't run for those offices because you don't have enough money. Like, do you know how much it costs to run for president? Oh, yes. I read that. Um, so in most like, states. Like $400 million. So in most states, it costs $50,000 to get on the ballot. That's like the sign-up fee, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to hit so many donation, like donation marks. Yeah. For them to allow you to do it. So you can't just go pay $50,000 and be on it. But I mean, think about it 50 states, $50,000. What's the quick math there, genius? Was that about 100 million? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's not that much. Probably 10 million. 10 million, yeah. So it's 50,000. Two point five million. Wow, so, I was way off. I yeah, know. what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, so two, I had too many fucking zeros. Yeah. <laughs> so that's two point five million. If if that's the average, it could be a little bit higher, a little bit lower. Yeah, right. I, I think it averages. I think if you say three million total, yeah. I think you'd be in the ballpark. So three million dollars just to get on the ballot. Well, and then you've got to go out and get all of these donations. Yeah. So that you can hit these wickets of, okay, yes, I have this much support, this much support, right? And you've got to do that for all fifty states mm-hmm. and you got a campaign which yeah. costs money you gotta have a staff which costs money yeah 
because I mean, love him or hate him, I don't care. But, but Trump basically funded most of his campaign. Now he got donations because he had to. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But, but it is they it weren't is able to buy him off. It is prohibitively expensive. Yeah. To run for office. So how do these people get this money? Well, by making promises. Mm-hmm. So special interest groups, lobby groups. They're like, oh, well, you know, if you'll vote for us whenever the time comes, then we'll help you. We'll give you a million dollars or we'll give you two million dollars or yeah. whatever for your campaign fund. Now, can't, aren't, don't they get to keep that money if they don't spend it all on the campaign fund? Isn't there some deal like that? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know how I that works that. with campaign because there's a lot of really tricky rules with campaign finance. Yeah, it's I'm not sure. What not the, cut and dried. Yeah, I'm not sure what the what the rule is on that. So anyway, that's probably going to get us fucking banned for misinformation too. So that, that's whatever. why Ross broke up running. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Can of finish. Let me tell you something. Can of finish. I loved Ross Perot. Yeah. Because that was the first time in my life that I remember watching debates. It was him, George W. Bush, and who was Bush running against? The uh, it wasn't. It was H.W. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, fuck. It was senior. Yeah, we'll just say senior. It's easier yeah. that way. I can't remember who was who he was running against. So I want to say Dukakis. That's what I was there. Was it Dukakis? Or Duquesne? No, Dukakis. Is that who's running against? Uh, I fuck. I think so. Oh fuck. I don't care about that. Bush. Senior beat. I'm pretty sure it was Dukakis. I want to say that's right. Yep, Michael Dukakis. Yep. In 1988. Yeah, that's the first first one I remember being, you know, presidential election and watching debates on TV with my parents. Yeah. And, you know, Bush, no new taxes. Yeah. You know, and, and all that. And then I remember Clinton running, watching those. Yeah. Uh, and then all his scandals. Yeah. And then Bush Jr. Yeah. W. Yep. Old W. Having that shoot thrown at him. He's like, what? What? You missed. <laughs> you try again? What you going to do? Oh, that guy. Talk about getting handed a shit sandwich. <laughs> he didn't do himself any favors. No, he did not. But we're going to monopolize. I don't remember all the shit he said. Yeah. It's, it's strategery. Yeah, strategery. That was my favorite mm. one. I still use that to this day. And then, then Obama, remember, you know, of course, Obama, we were. Yeah, well into our we were, adulthood. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Bush, but Bush Senior was the one I remember very, the very first one. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of remember Reagan a little bit, but I mean, in '88 I was six. Yeah, so it's not like I remember a whole lot of. Yeah, of him. That was eight. So, so, but no new taxes. No new taxes. Well, that didn't fucking work, did it? So, how about get rid of taxes? Yeah, that that would be. How about getting banned for that one? Tax code should be one line. Yep. Everybody pays eight percent. Period. Yeah, I'd be fine with ten percent. Ten percent, whatever. Yeah. Fuck or off. just go sales tax. Yeah, let the market dictate. Yeah. 
whatever. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. We've rambled enough. Um, if you are struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. If you know someone who's struggling, reach out. Uh, let them know what the resources are. Let them know that you care. Um, yeah, hopefully this one won't get uh, pulled down from YouTube, but if it does, it will still be on Spotify. It, it'll get pulled down. Yeah, probably. So, or shadow, or shadow Band or whatever, which we've dealt with in the past. People being randomly unsubscribed, whatever. Um, so, anyway, uh, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Um, like, subscribe, leave a comment, all that cool shit. And uh, have a good one. We'll see you next time.